Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now let me take a moment for myself. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Because you guys love it when I live my best life like this, okay? <laughs> Michigan in the Sweet 1645th. The Rich Eisen Show. Straight. Oh, yeah. nice. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Sweet 16 in basketball, college football, playoffs. Today's guests, Basketball Hall of Famer Chris Weber, Houston men's basketball coach Kelvin Sampson, writer and director Judd Apatow, plus comedian and actor Adam Ray. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Yes, indeed. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We're here on a very busy Tuesday on our program. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I'm getting all of my paperwork in front of me <laughs> all set up uh, because uh, we've got we've got a four cross today. We've got uh, two in-studio guests, two on the phone, and there's you at 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show, NBC Sports on Peacock. We say hello to our NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM audience on Channel 85, our Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate network, Coast to Coast Odyssey. If you stream us into your ear gate there, we say hello to you. Our podcast listeners on the Cumulus Podcast Network, where all podcasts can be acquired, we say hello to you. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, at Rich Eisen Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. In other words, we are flat out unavoidable. And if you don't get us, it's your fault. <laughs> How are you, Chris Brockman? How are you over there? Good to see you. I'm, I'm great. I'm DJ great. Mikey D is in D's nuts. Mike Del Tufo. Hey, yo, Rich. Good morning. How are you? Good to Good. see you. TJ Jefferson, light that candle, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, Rich, to quote Jay-Z, will I come back like Jordan wearing the 4-5 27 years ago today? Michael Jordan came back to the game of basketball. Is that right? Number 45 in your program. Number one in your heart? Yes, indeed. Against the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Very good. There you go. And then he came uh, the next year is when he really uh, got his uh, sea legs under him. You know, he had to, like, work out the kinks a little bit. I knew Michael was just going to be fine when he dropped 55 points on the Knicks (laughs) in Madison Square Garden. And the last two was a pass to former St. John uh, faithful Bill Wennington to, to beat the Knicks. I remember that one. Is that when Wennington said he and Mike combined for 57? Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, good to see everybody here on this uh, program today. Uh, our, our, uh, our four guests uh, are, are uh, across the landscape of pop culture and sports as well. Uh, very excited to, to get to all of them. But before we do, um, is there any team that pulls a quarterback out of their hat quite like the Indianapolis Colts? I have no idea. <laughs> it was just about a week to 10 days ago where it looked like, okay, Carson Wentz, get out. Is Joe Banner, former uh, league executive and uh, grocery shopper, Philadelphia, and of course the Cleveland Browns for, for a hot minute. Uh, as he pointed out, just <laughs> Carson Wentz, uh, that's now two teams that uh, got rid of him at a cost to them. <laughs> and um, and so the Colts got rid of him at a cost to them, and everyone's wondering, okay, um, what what's your plan here? And uh, we we saw a, a YOLO plan being to get Deshaun Watson, but the Texans uh, used the old, uh, um, um, uh, I guess, an acronym, uh, the the GTFO, right? Um, and <laughs> and, and, and do, 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 we're, we're we're not talking. Um, and then what, what else could they possibly do? I left the combine saying and hearing that uh, Derek Carr could be one of their YOLO uh, options. And then we all know the Raiders uh, not only kept Carr, but got the best receiver in the game for him in Devontae Adams. And then what could the Colts possibly do? 
where could they possibly go to get their guy and their guy not only be a viable starter in this league, but one that can actually continue the path that we saw this team on until the last two weeks of the season tore them asunder. And the answer is Matt Ryan. How about that? How about the two teams affected by the Deshaun Watson decision to um, um, go to where he wants to go and also be uh, wooed by several teams just for the mere fact that there were going to be no criminal charges on him and 22 civil cases hanging over his head still led to a four-team uh, free agency tour, even though he wasn't a free agent, working in concert with a team he told over a year plus ago he was never going to play with, for again. And so, so on and so forth. Who would have thought the two teams that would be greatly affected would be the Cleveland Browns because they not only uh, twitched in his direction, leading to Baker Mayfield to break up with the team before they broke up with him and circled back around, even though they were told they had no chance at him. $230 million guaranteed dollars got them to Sean Watson. And the other team would be the Atlanta Falcons. Two seasons in a row, Matt Ryan <clears throat> sat there and had to sit there quietly because that is his default. There were no Atlanta missives from him, dear Atlanta missives, to break up with them first. But the Colts get Matt Ryan. And that is, as I said yesterday, because we were on the air live, a terrific move. Yes, it does keep the Indianapolis Colts as a Super Bowl threat as we're seeing him step off the plane on the blue Colts carpet, that is uh, Air Ursa going to pick him up and drop him off in Indianapolis. Right. And Matt looks like he's been a member of the Colts forever in a photograph like that. Like he's never Man. dressed in black and red and black once. He looks terrific and he looks happy. And why not? Why not? He has got a head coach who knows the position. He has got a head coach who clearly has buy-in from management. He's got a general manager who turned Carson Wentz into him right now at the cost of just a third-round draft choice that was their own. They still have the one that's in a better spot in the third round from Washington for Wentz. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. And it's the fifth straight year we're going to see the Colts have a starting quarterback that's different. Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip. Rivers, Carson Wentz, and now Matt Ryan. Doesn't crack, in my mind, the top five best AFC quarterbacks, and I might have to reconfigure them now with Deshaun Watson in there as well. I don't know. I kind of need to hit that one more time. We'll put a pin in that for the moment. Because, Chris, you put me on the spot on this program yeah. last week, and you're like, okay, Allen and Mahomes is 1-2, and two, 1A, 1B, however yeah, you want to see fit. Feel, yeah. Who are your other three? And I said Burrow, Herbert, and Lamar, leaving Russell Wilson out, causing the ire to come my way from Broncos fans and even Seattle fans who are like, what are you talking about? Even though he's not their quarterback anymore. Now Deshaun Watson's there. Now Matt Ryan is there. And that is huge. Absolutely huge. And the Colts, without a doubt, in my mind, can make a Super Bowl run if Ryan is upright, supported by that run game that uh, is an MVP runner, if there are no injuries, if he is, again, protected, if the Colts do get some good pass catchers for him. Yes, the Colts can with that defense, even though they lost their defensive coordinator to the head coaching spot in Chicago. I think they can make a nice run in the division. They can win it, and we'll see what happens once games get played. Because as you know, Matt Ryan has taken a team to the Super Bowl before, and unfortunately, I'll mention again, has taken a 25-point lead in it. So what a move by the Colts. An upgrade at the position Yes, it cost them treasure last year, and they will watch the Eagles draft in their position in the first round this year. Once that's over, guess what? Matt Ryan's their guy, and we'll see what happens. Great move. Well done. A plus. Love it. And then now is the question of where's Baker Mayfield going to go? I, the short, here's the short answer. I don't know. Here's the long answer. Right now, as we're sitting here, and I just mentioned how things can quickly change because it looked like the Colts were completely dead in the water 
without a quarterback. And their guys on on the bench right now are Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellinger, pardon me, and and uh, James Morgan. They've never completed a pass in the NFL, and the Colts love, you know, their Texas Longhorn at the backup spot. So now they've got two more years with Matt Ryan to keep him um, percolating, watering and fertilizing him. But um, I don't know, as it currently looks like right here, I think Mayfield, if Seattle doesn't come and get him, if Seattle doesn't come and get him right now, I I don't know if Mayfield's going to even have a spot in another team. I don't th- I think he's going to sit in limbo through the draft. Ooh, good chance, right? I, honestly, folks, I I spent um a good portion of the uh prep time for this program, which is very uh steep okay. and voluminous for me. <laughs> Looking at all the other quarterback spots in the NFL. And with Jameis getting a gig in New Orleans, clearly, they're paying him two years and $28 million, a good portion of it guaranteed. And Mariota signing in Atlanta, right? And he knows Arthur Smith's system when they were with Tennessee together. And with clearly Deshaun Watson taking Baker's spot in Cleveland and with Matt Ryan taking the spot in Indianapolis, Seattle's the only spot where they could take him and let him compete with Drew Locke and see what happens. Outside of that, I think everybody else is going to sit there and see what comes out of the draft. And if they need Baker, then go in Baker's direction then. And for Cleveland, you know what? I I know Cleveland Browns fans are um, maybe thinking that Baker should just, that they're done with him, obviously. But you also, Cleveland needs a trade partner for him where I wouldn't offer more than a four for him right now. they got to get rid of him. They've got to send him somewhere. Where is he going to go? Even like someplace like the Giants. Let's just throw the Giants out there. Where Daniel Jones was hurt at the end of the year last year and his neck might not be, you know, healed enough in time, let's just say. For the season, they got to Rod Taylor, which, as we know, Browns fans know, was the quarterback standing in his way for the first couple of weeks after he got drafted. His huge action was sticking with Terod Taylor. But there's Terod Taylor there. What about Miami, right? They got two of there. Could, could he back up there? No. I mean, they got Teddy Bridgewater. Who won't say what his role is on the team. Well, Teddy won't? <laughs> yeah. Really? And that's something for Mike McDaniel to have to figure out talking only about the guys who are there. <laughs> and he doesn't have a crystal ball, and it is what it is. It is right? what it, it is. is you know? So, Teddy Two Gloves. Case Keenum's no longer in Cleveland anymore. He's in Buffalo. Trubisky is in Pittsburgh. Would they, uh, you know, Baker might have to wait through the draft and then to back up as, for somebody. Like, why would Seattle flip a draft choice for Baker now if they really like some kid in the draft that they want to go get? What if they like this Desmond Ritter kid out of Cincinnati, right? Why would you go get Baker now if you can get him in the draft? If you don't get him in the draft, then then you go get Baker. Like, that's the way I think this is going to play out. Now, watch, obviously, during our show today, Baker gets <laughs> traded. <laughs> to who, though? I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. And I don't think he does either. Even just throw, just how about this for just wild? Because you just try to plug and play with histories and who knows who. That's how Marcus Mariota wound up in Atlanta, right? Even if, even if, just how about this one? How about Arizona, right? There's Murray, there's him, there's Kingsbury. I mean, and so... But they have Colt McCoy, who, by the way, you consider say you Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy won some significant well, football games for this team He's last a year. Perfect backup yeah. quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you swap out Colt McCoy for Baker Mayfield? I literally just said that, and I know Browns fans are like, you know, it's kind of heresy to say that. That's a Heisman Trophy winning. 
first overall drafted quarterback. But the reality of the situation is boots on the ground and on depth charts. I have no idea where he can wind up as a starter in this league right now. Unless Seattle comes and gets him. But if Seattle likes a kid in the draft, why would they use draft capital to fill up their quarterback room with somebody who costs like 18 million million. bucks this year? I honestly don't know what his options are other than to sit and wait and see how it all plays out. That's his only option, right? I don't. Well, I mean, because the Colts just filled up a spot. Atlanta just filled up a spot. And you could sit and you say, what about Houston? They don't have it. They got Davis Mills, who, by the way, was the second best rookie quarterback last year in terms of production and winning and looking like he knows the role. And, you know, Houston had a shot at him in the trade and didn't take him. Honestly, don't know, guys. That's the current snapshot. Love it. We sit around. I mean, Mike White, you make fun of him. Why would the Jets take Baker? You know, an $18 million backup. If he loses the, he's going to lose the quarterback, you know, competition in New York. They're going to start their rookie no matter what. You could sit there. Nick Foles is the backup in Chicago. Yeah, you got to have him sitting there. Because Justin Fields is clearly the guy there. You're not going to have somebody who's guaranteed 18 million to back up. Like, and I, the quarterback competition between him and Drew Locke in Seattle that would be, you know, materialized. I think Mayfield would win just on salary cap cost alone. But if Seattle likes any of these kids in the draft to go get and say we'll just live with Drew Locke for a year, or maybe throw this kid in the deep end of the pool and get him going because we need to start winning sooner rather than later for our head coach. Plain and simple, I just do not know what the scoop is for Baker Mayfield, and I don't think he knows either right now. Let's take a break. We've got four guests today. In studio hour number three is the comedian Adam Ray, who's a diehard Seattle fan. We'll have a good chat with him. Uh, Also uh, on this program, Kelvin Sampson will be joining us, the University of Houston head coach. They just bounced... Illinois, despite losing two of their best players from last year's Final Four team due to injury in December, they're in the Sweet 16 getting to take on Arizona. How about that in the South region? And um, in studio at hour number two, he's got a new movie coming out in studio and theaters near you on Friday and then on Netflix on April 1st called The Bubble. The director and writer Judd Apatow in studio in person. We've got a great celebrity, true or false, for a guy who's been associated with been directing uh, This Is 40, 40-Year-Old 40 Virgin. Um, he was a producer of Anchorman, he, director of Trainwreck, Knocked Up, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I mean, there's so much to hit him with, and he's, a di- he's apparently a diehard Met fan because he was also part of the 30, 30 for 30 documentary on, on Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. So we can uh, commiserate. Oh, my God, we have so much to talk with him wow. about. Uh, but let's take a break because we've got a member of the Fab Five coming up. Oh, right. He was in the uh, victorious Michigan locker room the See other day, what? taking videos, hugging it out with Juwan Howard. Chris Weber. Hey. Can be joining us on this program. <laughs> when we come back, it'll be a great conversation. And I definitely want to ask him if he believes, after LeBron dropped a triple double on the Cavs yesterday, that LeBron's having, quote unquote, the time of his life <laughs> for the ninth seeded Lakers. <laughs> Can't wait to talk to C-Web about all of that. Take a break when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Callaway Odyssey putter. I'm using it. You should too. Number one putter on tour. Number one putter on every major tour. 37 major championships being participated in across the PGA, LPGA, and Champions Tours in 2021. More pros played an Odyssey putter in those majors. And none won major championships in 2021 with any other putter than an Odyssey. How about that? They were awesome. And Xander Shoffley uh, brought home gold using an Odyssey putter. Being the number one putter on tar- tour, though, takes more than a good year. We have to get consistent performance and a steady stream of game-changing innovations. They can't just sit back and say, we're awesome, you should use it. They've got to keep on innovating, and they have. First of all, with the legendary White Hot insert, the new Trihot 5K is mind-blowing. A classic blade, forgiveness of a mallet that's nuts. 
but it works like a charm. And an example of why the best players in the world rely on Odyssey putters when it matters most. So you should definitely check it out. The Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Find yours at odysseygolf.com. Back with Chris Weber when we come back on the program. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, terrestrial radio outfit. <laughs> oh, boy, did you miss something. Go to YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for the uh, Watch Rich Eisen feeling himself. correction of the record. Joining me here is a basketball Hall of Famer, one of the greatest Michigan Wolverines of all time. And he was in the locker room, the victorious locker room, after Michigan made its fifth consecutive Sweet 16 on behalf of his good Fab Five friend and head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, Juwan Howard, the great Chris Weber is here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How are you doing, Steve Webb? Hey, what's up, Rich? And uh, you, I'm, I'm so glad you admitted, you know, how wrong you were uh, with that omission segment. <laughs> yes, sir. A good man. Thank you. you know, always uh, make sure he goes back and apologizes. And so make sure... You let people know what's going on right now. Yeah, I did. I, I you know, I, I left out the fact yesterday when I was crowing about the Michigan Wolverine athletic situation, and by situation I mean kicking ass and name taking. Um, <laughs> uh, that I forgot to mention that the Michigan hockey team is number one ranked uh, uh, currently in the Michigan in the uh, hockey tournament. So, do you ever spend any time in the in the great Yost Ice Arena, Chris? You ever do that back in the day? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I, I went to. Yeah, I went game. I went to games there, and I used to go to Red Wings games, and I used to love it. It was like football, you know, football on ice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was definitely a big fan. All Michigan athletics, but I definitely got to a couple games up there at Yost. Do you bang on the glass? Are you a glass banger when you go to a hockey game, Chris? I got to I got to bang on the glass with my friend uh, Adrian Tanon when he took me to a hockey game in high school, and that okay. was the best moment. But at Yost, no, I probably was up That's at the, the top acting stupid with the rest. Of the <laughs> <laughs> what was it like uh, to be just hugging it out with Juwan after that? I saw you went right up to him, and you guys were hopping up and down and hugging each other. Walk me through that moment from the I mean, other day, it Chris. Was, it, it was awesome. So first, shout out to the Michigan fans there and the family there. And um, I, I was sitting there with people. It was so funny that I'd known over 30 years that um, were personal friends of Juwan's. Um, and so that was awesome. And then, you know, Ray Jackson really is the impetus of uh, coming back to all the games and, and hanging out. He's been, uh, you know, uh, just just getting me out all the time. And so he's been on me. And so we were going to go back to a game before, and uh, we didn't get a chance to. And so, you know, that moment hugging Jawan, uh, Ray kind of moves out the way because he wants us to have our home moment. <laughs> 
and then he brings us in. And, uh, you know, Juwan and I communicate all the time. We talk, we see each other. I love his family. His wife is wonderful. However, I haven't been there to support him. And so I was so nervous that, you know, I just went over to hug him and then, like, let's go, you know. And then he he starts jumping and hugging and my knee's hurting. And so I'm trying to jump it myself. But uh, it's just it was just a special moment, man. It was just true joy that's all i can say it was just true joy um seeing the underdogs get the win and being there to support and then you went in the locker room i saw that video that was fun that was great <laughs> you know what yeah, well, i'm serious what is it like for you to be back in a michigan basketball locker room like that chris that yeah like- you know it's something that um man you, you know it's you know it it's it, it was surreal uh, but at the same time it was familiar you know what i mean i'm fans i you know i've known juan since he's been in diapers uh the other players there i've known some you know seen them grow up and so to me you know howard isley uh the great offensive coordinator there i played against him in high school and in nba and so him being from detroit so to me you know i grew up in michigan and michigan state fan obviously michigan is the better school and situation obviously but you know just growing up in the state of michigan you know, it's like watching 89 when they were winning, you know, uh, winning a championship and watching Ramil hit the free throws. You know what I mean? So it was just so familiar to feel good. Like, I can't I, I can't express. I'm not trying to downplay it in any way. It, it felt so good. But part of it feeling good was the familiarity of it. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't an outsider or, you know, anything else. It was, you know, it was it was just awesome to be there. So and, and it was the kids time to shine. They won. It happened the right way. No one stole their shine. And so it was just uh, the perfect situation. And even seeing, you know, uh, Chandler uh, in the back, Kennedy, um, I'm such a fan of his. And even just as a competitor, when I saw him in the back and we're hugging, um, all I was telling him is that I'm proud of him and that I'm glad he's crying because it means that he wanted to win. Like, you deserve to cry. Everyone doesn't deserve to cry. They can laugh. They can say this. That's because they're quitters and they're scared of failure. So who cares about haters who are scared of failure? You know, the man in the arena quote kind of. And telling him to embrace it because only only guys that really want it are the ones that do it. And I'm proud of you because I know when you go to the NBA, these emotions will still be in you, whether it's this year or the next year. And so just proud of all the kids' effort. The big fella from, you know, Michigan, our guards, our guard play, guys that were on the bench that waited to come in the right time and, you know, being able to really let them know, like, who cares about what's going on social media, this era, you guys are are great because you came together as a team. So it was just really good being able to reinforce, you know, those positive, positive messages because as an athlete, you know, that's all it's about. Chris Weber here on the Rich Eisen Show, and we're seeing the video of Juwan jumping up and down with the players and water being thrown in the air, and it's just a, a, a joyous locker room, and, you know, um, I got to just bring it up too the 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 shot of that that went viral as well it should of of Jawan of Coach Howard um, hugging a, a member of Tennessee's team that was crying on the line on the handshake line and hugging this kid in contrast to what happened on the handshake line at Wisconsin is stark to say the least it is remarkable. And now um, Coach Howard is going to the Sweet 16. This young man is not going there. I'm wondering what what your thought was when Juwan was going through his suspension and you saw what had happened on the line in Wisconsin and the conversation that was a national conversation about Juwan Howard, Chris Weber. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'll get to that. And, and, and that young man, his name is Kennedy Chandler, mm-hmm. and Juwan recruited him and wanted him bad at the University of Michigan. And he has a wonderful mother and father, and we were talking to him in the back. And so that's who Juwan is. Who else can hug you except a guy that's had to... I think one thing about empathy, um, empathy has definitely an understanding for it and a sensitivity, but true empathy holds you accountable because you've been there before. And you can say, hey, I know you've been there, but you still can't do that. And so uh, when I watched the game, I couldn't believe it. Um, uh, you know what 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 transpired in that game in the line, 
Um, I communicated with Juwan weeks before, weeks after the day of, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, from the second that it was and the second being with me maybe an hour after the game, uh, you know, he communicated, you know, you know, how sorry he was. And if anyone knows uh, Juwan, he's a man of conviction, but just as happy as he was, uh, you know, joining the team, um, emotionally happy. Um, you know, he was just as distraught, you know, on the other end. And more so for the representation of, you know, his family. He knew he could get a coaching job. I think it was reported that nine NBA teams called him right away uh, that next day. And he didn't care about any of that. He cared about uh, the young men in the locker room. So that's that's who he is. And so uh, while that, you know, surprised me and there's no excuse for it, and uh, it didn't surprise me, you know, how caring he was and the fact that, you know, you really got to think about it for the young man to go over there and to speak to Juwan and speak to myself after means a lot, means something from Juwan's perspective, um, you know, because, you know, yeah, Juwan's going to console the kid, right? But how many times has a kid from another team, uh, no disrespect to his coach, but heads the other way to the other coach that just beat him and, and just says, you know, and, and just falls in your arms. So it says a lot about who he is and uh, a long time bef- before this incident ever happened. And, again, um, he's taken and he better take and he has taken and he needs to move forward, but he's taken full responsibility for it. And, you know, thank God he gets an opportunity through these moments that aren't planned to show who he really is. Well, you know the X's and O's, too. What makes Jawan Howard a good coach, Chris? Uh, oh, man. Um I think um, IQ, I think having been in the game so long, played so long, the great mentoring of coaches that he has, you know. Everybody talks about the pop of his tree, which you should, um, but he's under the Riley tree. And so um, I think one of the things is that he's made adjustments. Uh, he's been in the game in the transition, I think, uh, like yourself or any of these other, uh, you know, great uh, guys in the media. I think not that the younger generation doesn't have an advantage by being familiar but I think there's an advantage to context and being an advantage to transition. So, you know, I'm not trying to date you, but I'm sure you were you were on TV with 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 uh, VCRs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, the yeah, they might have set the VCR for a sports center back in the day, you know, Chris. Yeah, you know, yeah. I used to be in the studio with dats and things like that. But I think that when you see new technology, new um, situation, that it just makes you, you know, it just gives you a better context. And I think that his empathy, his context, um, he's the age of their parents. He has a kid in school. Uh, you know, he knows what you're going through. And I think that sensitivity really holds him accountable. Again, you know, he's, he's you know, since I met him, you know, all the guys are some of the best men that I know. So I'm definitely not surprised with uh, who he is um, as a family man first and then as a coach. Chris Weber, Basketball Hall of Famer here on the Rich Eisen Show for a few more minutes. Okay, let me just talk a little NBA with you, if you don't mind. Uh, Last night, LeBron dropped a triple-double on Cleveland, and it was uh, quite a moment for him as well. You know, when he soaked in the uh, thunderous applause uh, when uh, they put up on the the scoreboard that he passed Karl Malone for second uh, most points in the history of the NBA. He said he's having the time of his life. Do you believe him when you hear that for a team that's mired in ninth right now in the West, Chris? You know what? um, Yes, and I think that he has to have the time of his life because he knows that time is fleeting. So I think, one, I think the most underrated story in sports is that he passed Carl Malone, (laughs) number two. I mean, I can't imagine in baseball that someone was, you know, past number two and was on, you know, a couple years away or whatever. So, um, that to be having triple doubles at this age to go back to his hometown and do it, I mean, and, and yes, in a true argument, I would say, well, you know, it hasn't been broken because other guys couldn't come until they were 22 and they played more games. And you, we can say all of that, but what he has just done is the most incredible thing. That we've ever seen, and so he's made up clubs as far as uh, the forty ten ten club or whatever clubs that he's had. So hopefully he is enjoying it because I tell you what, he hates losing. So it's either going crazy, hate losing, <laughs> or trying to find, or trying to find that balance, you know, in the rainbow. So he needs to embrace being able to chase some personal goals. But I know it's killing him that, um, you, you know, they better play well because they 
they may not even make the the, <laughs> the play in. So uh, hopefully he is enjoying it while working his his ass off to try to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, there's ten games to go, um, and the aforementioned Greg Popovich is the is the team that can you know maybe get in as a 10th seed they're two behind the pelicans and three behind the lakers who are currently ninth um i i, I guess it's an open-ended question do you think the i mean the lakers have won two of three they're talking about maybe going on a special run who the heck knows but it doesn't look good at all right i mean like what do you what do you think about the lakers chances chris yeah I think there's teams we can root for as fans, but I think the great thing about all of the leagues is are that it's so competitive. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I think it's going to be tough. You know, like LeBron had to have a triple double. They've been winning over all these incredible things that they've had to do to maintain it, and it just seems as if it would be hard to maintain this, even though they're trying to move up. So, you know, I, I would say just as a the guy that loves basketball, I, it, it doesn't look great for them. But with LeBron and what he's been doing, they always have a chance. But but even in the play-on series, and I know people are like, anything can happen that way, it's just really hard to fight without this consistency, whether you're them or a great team like Golden State. I just think there's just, you know, so much accountability with uh, officiating now. I think there's so much parity. Um, I think the fans are so smart that you're not going to slip anything over them. And so being that all those eyes are in, anyone has a chance. And, you know, I, I think that's all they're saying is just let us get to the eighth seed and, and we can do anything. And, and hopefully they do because it'll, it'll make a great playoff series. Who's, you, who's your team in the East? What do you think, Chris? I'm sorry? Who's the team in the East if you had to oh, choose man, one? I, what do you think? I think you still got to – my, my favorite team, the team is most fun to watch. It has to be, you know, um, to me, it has to be Brooklyn. You know, I, I really like what Houston, I mean, with um, Houston, <laughs> what Harden right. and the Sixers have there. But I just don't think they have enough scoring. You, you know, the reason why I really like Brooklyn is because everyone undervalues the Seth Curry trade or the fact that this team got shooters. This team has shooters now. So at the end of the day, remember what we said a few years ago about Philly? They don't have shooters. Well, they still don't have shooters, and they still don't have a bench. And, yes, Embiid is playing great ball and Harden playing great ball, but the reason why it's hard for them to close is because they don't have those closers at the end. And if DeAndre Drummond, if he just plays his role, he doesn't try to post up or go one-on-one, none of that, just rebound, tip the ball in, and play defense, then I think, you know, Brooklyn has a chance, but Anthony DeCoupo and those guys have something to say. But I think Brooklyn definitely is going to be the most fun to watch. All right, Chris, before I let you go, uh, you always like jumping in at the end of our conversations uh, to talk about this subject, so I'll just set you up uh, on, on who the um, the Super Bowl winning quarterback was this past year. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I'd like to shout out a friend, if I could, and Please. some partners at Coin Lectables and my and uh, Toby O'Connor. We have some special things this week, oh. and I was telling my friends, yeah, we got some special things to announce. Hopefully, you know, you'll let me back on, and of we're course. doing some wonderful things in the NFT, the metaverse, and ah. signing and experiences with all type of athletes. And but as I was telling them the other day, football. Mm-hmm. I can't say it's my favorite sport because that, that would be kind of blasphemous, but it is tied for my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming on a friend of mine's show last year mm-hmm. and telling them that, you know, I bet that my quarterback mm-hmm. in my T.O. voice, I think I even texted him a couple times, probably getting on his nerves during the yeah. year, saying, remember what I told you. And Matthew Stafford. <laughs> All the people that called and hated on my Twitter account and Instagram because I said Matthew Stafford was going to win and uh, Aaron Donald was the best and Cooper Cub and everybody, you know, I just want to say, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that wind up. I love it. Oh. I love it because I'm, I'm looking right now um, at uh, my phone. Um, I believe this was after the NFC Championship game. Okay. Um, okay. A certain friend, um, you know, who may have been a member of the Fab Five, uh, uh, texted me, that's my, with uh, all caps, M-Y, quarterback. And there, there's nine exclamation points at the end of it. <laughs> And underneath it, underneath it, it says "sent with Siri." So I don't know how do you get nine exclamation points when you send something with Siri, Chris Weber? 
How do you do me that? And Siri, me and Siri have a special relationship. And I was screaming. <laughs> I was screaming in the phone. So Siri knew what time it was. I told her early, too, that when the trade happened, don't worry, Siri. We're allowing him to go there so he can win a championship, you know. So <laughs> but I knew it was up. I didn't get one after the Super Bowl. That's kind of weird, I'll be honest with you, Chris. I was expecting it. I got it a handful of times, and then after the, the ultimate, I didn't get one. But that, I was hoping you were okay. But that's pretty cool. Oh, oh, yeah, I probably, you know. Did you see Aaron Donald on the on the bus when he was, uh, you know, when he took off his shirt and all <laughs> that stuff? That's what I was doing with my gut here at home so that's all i was just celebrating man i was just celebrating i know and it looks like the rams might be set up to try and do it again you know what i'm saying but it's entirely they, they, possible they do. you gotta let me back on and make my, make another prediction i think i earned that with you know a football yes. savant like yourself if i get lucky one year at least gotta let me come back on and see if i can get lucky but i gotta you know i gotta look through uh you know some scouting reports and consult with a couple gms and then i'll, I'll get back to you and let you know my picks are for this upcoming season okay very good rich you nine got... exclamation points stafford where's the number nine that I, I think that's nine exclamation points so that makes yeah, sense. one for every see, right. no, I'm, okay there I'm you go telling you, she's a stafford fan as well okay <laughs> serious <laughs> well chris it's always a pleasure to talk to you and i'll just be honest with you seeing you next to ray jackson and hugging out uh with uh, Jawan howard at a michigan uh, um, NCAA tournament win, and then you in the locker room, and you seeing you at the block M on your on your chest, you know, wearing the gear is pretty cool, man. Speaking on behalf of all Wolverines, glad to see uh, it. And, and on behalf of myself, I just thank all the Wolverines that were patient. And uh, the one thing that you know, again, Juwan and I have never had any turmoil. We've always been there, but hopefully, this is the start for you know the enjoyment of all five was to be back, which I think it will. And uh, it was really cool. Last thing before I get off, I came yes. home and my son had on my uh, old college varsity jacket. My wife pulled it out the. Uh, you know what? I'm going to post that right now since I came on your show. Okay. But my wife posted, and I, my wife had a picture of him, and I came home and I saw him there. It was pretty cool. So many more moments to share, but it, it was special, my friend. And thank you over the years for, uh, you know, always uh, pushing me forward for that. So of course. Cool. Absolutely. All five of you, huh? Because, hey, look, man, if, if Ray Allen and, uh, and KG are hugging it out, let's go. Chris, you know what I'm saying? If there's water under that bridge, there's no other bridge that can't, water can't be under. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no <laughs> saying? doubt, man. All love. Okay. All love. Take care of yourself, Chris Weber. We'll look for that picture. Be well. Thanks okay. again. Always a no pleasure. Doubt, Thanks again. Right Thanks. back at you. Chris Weber, everybody. Right here on the Rich All five. You heard that, right? Yeah. It's, it has to happen. The, for the ground culture. will shake when that happens in the Michigan uh, Wolverine. And I think just... NCAA basketball world, yeah. writ large. Well, this is when he said that I used to be on television during when VCRs were, were around. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that is true. That's I mean, true. Again, I know. think people were VCRing my sports centers when baggy shorts was uh, associated with being unprofessional. I can confirm this fact you know, that you know what I, mean? I was VCRing sports center in 1996 in and yes. 97 and 98. Yeah. Funny, you know when. When the Fab Five was beginning to start, you know, who made the pros start to see when they can make their bones in it. And again, for those who don't remember, man, I was in college back at that time. I wasn't even, I, I didn't dislike Michigan. My buddy Tom Hurleman from high school was a huge Michigan fan. But like, though, when the Fab Five came, that changed everything. Like, I rocked, I, you know, I had the Michigan uniform, the yellow one. Brockman and the blue, top and the bottom. Oh, like yeah. everybody was rocking Michigan gear, Rich, and as I'm sure you know, it was. Well, I do. It was a phenomenon. Well, man. let's just let's just, and then we'll take a break. Just put it all together, though. That that happened at the same time that UNLV was doing it too, right? Yeah, UNLV kind of okay. started it, and then the Fab Five, Mama and yeah. Stacy Augman, and Tarkanians yeah. sucking on towels, and yeah. Yeah. you know, and and then the Fab Five came in, and they were associated with bad boy status too but just because of what they looked like and their shorts and and judging that book by its cover you know what i mean and that's not cool but they made what their image was cool which is an amazing amazing feat in and of itself and now one of them's a sweet 16 coach about that <laughs> All right, let's take a break. I'm gonna pull it together. 
when we come back on The Rich Eisen Show. Kelvin Sampson coming up soon from Houston. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If I, if I, I Bob Costas number, I'd radio out there. Brockman's trying to convince me to FaceTime Bob Costas to wish him a happy birthday. Like pull, 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 a, pull a Shannon Sharp on Bob Costas. Well, I mean, well, we're, we're not trying air. to get train yeah, information, yeah. and we can't actually hear the call. Yeah, ready to roll on the Rich Eisen the Rich show. Eisen. Yeah, we're ready, Rich. Come All right, everybody, Facetime somebody, and let's see who's the first person to get an answer. Oh my goodness! If one of my friends had a birthday today, I would Facetime him. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Bob Costas! All right, I'm going to text him to say I'd like to call him and wish him a happy birthday on the air. Okay, why is that weak? Why is that weak? Why do I have to FaceTime him on the air? That's way more fun. Yeah, but why would he? I, it's way more fun. What? Just to surprise him with yeah, a FaceTime? Yeah, yeah. It's like, his birthday. If, I want a surprise. What, and like, what if he is doing something? Then that's cool. Then he's just like, oh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm in France and we're out to dinner. And hey, this is an awesome moment. Hey, it when, the, dinner there when, there's, a, when there's a party for you on your birthday and you don't know about it and you walk in the room, what does everybody say? Surprise! Okay, there you go. That's what we Not do. a damn debate, guys. <laughs> that's right. It's not a debate. <laughs> All right, give me the number. I'll no, face no. no, no, he's I, my friend. <laughs> hey, what did he call me? He called me a yeah, jerk he, or something. Yeah, right? Right? Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, he told you to shut up. That's a drop. He yeah. told you to shut up. Come on. <laughs> I said that should have been on your Twitter bio. Both went to Syracuse. What did what did what did you say to make was, him tell you to about shut up? Baseball, right? It was it was hold something on, about one of the rules or the shifts or something. I'd be like, oh, it wasn't half bad. Bob's like, shut up. I forget what it was. I don't know how. You, how have you buried Bob Costas telling Rockman to I shut up? I got twenty thousand things you guys ask me to play. <laughs> Seriously, I if you guys said Mike play something, do you have the any idea the amount of crap that is all over? That like I mean, there's no like semblance of like you do realize you are, you do realize that you're admitting you're thoroughly disorganized. Yes, I'm going to openly admit. And Mike, you also realize. <laughs> I have no problem. I won't even argue with that. Mike, you also realize we now see your screen and we see you're looking at YouTube during the show, no, right? I'm so a, No, I'm looking at Twitter, number one. And it's okay, well, Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. he, had a, he had an ingest idea to fix uh, MLB extra innings. And I was like, that's not that bad. And he told oh, me yeah, to you said you didn't mind. Uh, there was something. And I was just Ghost like, Runners? And I, no, you're, you're anti-Ghost Runner, right? But I was just like, oh, that's not that bad. And he told me oh, to be quiet. Shut up. I tweeted Which he still it. can't find because his system. Oh, quick, actually. The file's it, corrupt. Because it doesn't exist. And it then never one got year cut. when we were in New York, uh, <laughs> you're, you're Bob corrupt. did play-by-play oh, of us. Shut up. There it is. There it is. That's for all of you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> That's for right. everybody in the room. Oh, shut up. <laughs> from me. I forget okay. what it was. What was his idea? But he was just kidding, obviously. Uh, no, I think he legitimately told you to shut up. No, no, he was just kidding about Syracuse what Syracuse on Syracuse is. violence. <laughs> yeah, he was. Did he, he was text you back? I haven't texted Rich him didn't yet text. because oh, I'm too on. busy hosting the program. Oh, we can I can't that. do everything. I can't oh, do everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't Don't have everything ready. Don't. 
That's one of my other favorite jobs. I will say, I did think find. Mike was going to miss that drop. There you go. I, didn't. I also, here's a video of Bob. Um, he was doing narration of uh, us play-by-play frying eggs while we were in New York. Oh, uh, frying pizza. Not pizza. We were doing the pizza. Oh, that pizza. Oh, All right. that's good. Kelvin Sampson, Kelvin Sampson in hour two and Judd Apatow in studio. Do you see Kelvin Sampson was taking his shirt off? He, he took was, his shirt off? It was so after, amazing. It was really funny. <laughs> you saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, do you have it? You want to you hit it? Um, it's apparently uh, gone viral, as the kids say. As it should have. You know? Guy uh, celebrating a win over Illinois. By the way, uh, which was the top seed in last year's tournament in their, conf- in their uh, region. They never faced them because they lost to Illinois, Chicago. I mean, to Loyola, Chicago. Look at him go. There he wow. goes. That's amazing. How old is he? Kelvin Sampson, 66. Bring him more. Bring it. By the way, champagne in the eyes. That's got to sting. That looks like water, though. I don't oh, think it's champagne, guys. It's water it's and Gatorade. Water. <laughs> you don't have champagne in college locker rooms. There's still yeah. at least some fig leaf in college sports. Hey, Joe Burrow's smoking cigars. That's different. Yeah, I think that's different. <laughs> By the way, well, you, you uh, can be 18 if, and by, or you, Do I ask uh, that's Kelvin? That's true, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, have, I have a question for Kelvin if they beat Arizona. <laughs> What's the question? Oh, I'm not, should oh, I? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you were going to tell us. I thought it was something you wanted no, to work say it here. It's called saving the gold. Gotcha. It's gold. It's <laughs> gold, gold TJ. It's gold. <laughs> I tell you. It's the best, Jerry. Why, the don't, best. why don't they call it round team? <laughs> <laughs> why do you like Banna so much? It's gold. I'm putting up a poll. I'm going to shame you into doing it. Which is what? Why, why won't Rich FaceTime Bob Costas on live television? Should we FaceTime Bob? What do you think Twitter happy birthday? is going to say? Of course you should do it. I'm just going to say this. Like it, Twitter, it, 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 would anybody on Twitter who votes in this poll question have the ability to FaceTime Bob Costas? No. Would, so well, you're not in my shoes. It's ridiculous. It's I would a say stupid this, poll question on its face. Never and say you know, never, I think but poll questions never. in general are stupid. If Susie was hosting the day, Chris, why and we said, why don't, you, so why don't you FaceTime huh? Bob Costas? Why do you why do I hate fun? Yeah. Are you kidding me? What? Is he like Clark Griswold? Dude, you have a Steve Austin <laughs> piggy bank in front of you that's been signed by the man himself because he was here on the show. Yeah, but what's that got to do with Bob Costas? That's called fun. He's like oh, okay. He has no fun around here. Look, I'm saying I'm it. against fun. I'm anti-fun. I'm, I've got a magic eight ball to tell me the answer. Do I have fun? Do I know fun? Magic Susie, eight ball? Susie would do it, Rich. Magic eight ball to call magic Bob. Magic eight ball says yes. The magic eight ball says yes. I know how to have fun. <laughs> <laughs>